Well, first thing I think what needs to happen, uh, Marat, is that the realtor and the buyer need to have a candid conversation to see where they are and what stage of their lives, how long perhaps they want to stay at that house. Is it a forever home or is it a house that, you know, maybe in five or 10 years they may want to upgrade from? Um, in addition to that, uh, we, we need to understand, you know, again, what criteria they're looking for. Do they need a basement? Do they need a garage, a yard? Um, you know, they need to be close to work, whatever the case may be. Um, and then it goes on to getting pre-approved, getting your finances in order, making sure you, that the buyer knows what to expect. Uh, you know, you know, we have a, a candid conversation about their finances, even though I know that's a, a, a sore topic for people to touch on. People don't like to openly talk about what they have and what they don't have. But it's something that's very important if the buyer is serious that they have to have an understanding uh, and conversation with the, with the real estate agent. So the real estate agent knows how to proceed in order to find and select what how, type of housing uh, they can show this person or what they would recommend would be a good fit for them. Welcome to the Home Buying Podcast with Marat from The Lending Group. Agents, grab insights from top industry leaders, explore best practices, and redefine success. Stay ahead, stay informed, and take your real estate career to the next level with Marat. Now let's get started. Um, hey guys, how are you? This is Marat over at The Lending Group and welcome to uh, Buying 101. I have uh, Laz here with me uh, from Remax. He is a awesome agent, local agent here in the Huntington Valley, Abington area in Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, today I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking to Laz about some of the challenges that we're all experiencing in 2023, uh, whether you're a buyer or seller and how, what he sees and how we can overcome that. So please uh, welcome Laz. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Uh, thank you very much for the kind introduction, Ron. Appreciate it. How are you? Good, good, man. So um, Laz, you know, a lot of people may not know who you are and what you do. So give me a little bit of background. How'd you get into real estate? What was your passion and what led you here? Sure, absolutely. Um, long story short, um, you know, I went to Temple University here in Philadelphia, have a uh, bachelor's of business administration. I uh, worked in the corporate world for uh, about 10 to 15 years for various banks, PNC, Bank of New York Mellon, even Trumark Financial Credit Union. Uh, but I've always had a passion to be an entrepreneur, uh, to make unlimited money, to help people. Uh, and real as I was growing up, real estate was one of the things that really intrigued me. Uh, where I could, uh, you know, accomplish all of what I wanted to do as far as with my uh, professional career to, you know, not make just this particular salary, uh, have it unlimited, right? If I have a great year, just make as much as you can. Uh, so um, as I was working uh, in one of these banks, I took a few courses in real estate. Uh, this is many years ago now and uh, got my license and, uh I partnered up with a uh, another agent that was with Remax, uh, and I basically was mentored through her for many many years. And to be honest with you, I'm still part of her team today. We ended awesome. up being really really great friends, um, you know. And and as the years have gone out have have gone, I've transitioned away from the corporate world and into uh, real estate full time. Uh, and it's really a great, great business. Uh, it has a lot of ups and a lot of downs, obviously, as people can imagine. 
but it's uh, it's it's for me the best best uh, occupation that I could I could have chosen. Awesome, awesome. So I think it's important to to concentrate on 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 the market and kind of where we are today. Um, I know, um, and and you you and I have many discussions about low inventory. So if I'm a buyer and I'm in you know Montgomery or Bucks County, which is you know suburb of Philadelphia. And maybe it's my first home, or maybe it's my step-up home. What what do you see? What are some of the challenges people are facing? Let's maybe identify those first. Well, the challenges, as you touched on, is a, a low inventory. And um, a few years ago, when right after I guess COVID, they let us start showing it when COVID was in effect. Uh, the, you know, the inventory was low, but also the the interest rates were low. Right. Currently, now in twenty twenty three. The, not only the inventory is low, but the interest rates have increased uh, due to the Fed trying to curb the inflation, which has occurred over the last three years, because it, it's really a supply and demand type of situation. There's huge demand. There's a, a big amount of pool of buyers because the middle class has grown tremendously over the last 15, 20, 30 years. And they're all trying to, um, you know, move out to the suburbs. Uh, maybe these were uh, millennials that were living in the city, working in the city, and uh, now uh, are looking to have, start a family and uh, are selecting the, su the, the suburbs as an option. Uh, but again, the issue is the supply and demand, where the supply, there's not many houses for sale. So there, you know, there's um, 10, 20 buyers going for each house, which in effect is driving up the prices. People are paying way over asking waiving appraisals, waiving inspections, paying transfer taxes for both sides, things that you just wouldn't see in a normal market. Uh, and um, it's just a tough situation right now um, it, it, for a buyer to have a great chance of getting a property. They a have to be pre-approved and okay. in some cases be automated, underwrited already by the lender. Okay. Um, and uh, just have a little bit of luck. Uh, I mean, you, you have to have some capital. You have to have some cash on the side to put down because it's tough where somebody has three or 5% down to get a property. Not not impossible, but it's tough because there's a lot of people that are putting down 20% or more. Sure, makes sense. So would you say that today the market is very similar to what it was in 2020 and 2021, especially in Bucks and Montgomery? Where there's similar, similar, similar yes. In the fact that um, there's still... That exodus of people that want to go to the suburbs, um, uh, it's not as crazy uh, because the rates are higher. So there's some of the buyers have fallen off uh, from the market. Right. However, there's still a ton of buyers in the market. So it's similar in the fact where uh, it was customary two or three years ago where you may have 10, 15, 20. I even saw houses that had 40 offers, which is ridiculous. Right. Uh, now you might have two to five offers potentially on the house. Uh, so your odds are actually have increased a little bit. Um, but it's still very challenging where um, low balling is just not going to get it done um, in today's sure. market, especially if you want to buy a house in the suburbs that looks nice and doesn't need much, much fixing. Yeah. And so would you say it's almost like contrary to the news cycle that we're seeing where, you know, this particular market, Bucks in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, is still very strong, and we're still seeing price appreciation. And so, it's not a buyer's market in any 
right. should perform. It's still a seller's market. Right. No, I, I totally agree. It's still a seller's market. It's not a buyer's market by any means of the uh, the word there. Uh, still a seller's market because of the uh, items that I mentioned previously, especially in Bucks and Montgomery County. Like I mentioned, uh, they become very desirable areas over the last five years or so where, you know, it's just people are trying to leave the city of Philadelphia or, you know, whether it's Northeast Philly or Center City or whatever the case may be. Uh, and, you know, what's great about Montgomery and Bucks County is they have great school districts, uh, low crime. And, you know, you can buy a house that has a yard and maybe a deck or a swimming pool. So it has a lot of the amenities that people are looking for today, especially when you're starting a family. Awesome. So if I'm a buyer today, you know, and I reach out to you, Laz, right? You know, I, I went online, whatever I found you, because you're, you're everywhere. You're, you know, you put yourself out there and it's important. Um, and, you know, I obviously know the area and the market. And what are some of the things that you can recommend to me? And let's just say I'm a first time home buyer um, that is, you know, in, in their early 30s and maybe maybe have a kid or not or, you know, something like that. And, I'm, and I'm, I, want, I want a good school district and I want like an entry level home. What are some of the things that you would recommend that I should get ready for? You know, I know you touched base on getting a pre-approval uh, again, maybe an automated underwriting approval. And, and for those of you that have never heard that before, that's just, you know, taking one step further where an underwriter has reviewed your file. So what are some of the three to four, maybe if you can get five things I can do that can set me up for success and, you know, and then we can maybe also touch base on how to win offers. Like what are your thoughts? Right. That's absolutely. Well, first thing I think what needs to happen, uh, Murat, is that the realtor and the buyer need to have a candid conversation to see where they are and what stage of their lives, how long perhaps they want to stay at that house. Is it a forever home or is it a house that, you know, maybe in five or 10 years they may want to upgrade from? Um, in addition to that, uh, we, we need to understand, you know, again, what criteria they're looking for. Do they need a basement? Do they need a garage, a yard? Um, you know, they need to be close to work, whatever the case may be. Um, and then it goes on to getting pre-approved, getting your finances in order, making sure you, that the buyer knows what to expect. Uh, you know, you know, we have a, a candid conversation about their finances, even though I know that's a, a, a sore topic for people to touch on. People don't like to openly talk about what they have and what they don't have. But it's something that's very important if the buyer is serious that they have to have an understanding uh, and conversation with the, with the real estate agent. So the real estate agent knows how to proceed in order to find and select what how, type of housing uh, they can show this person or what they would recommend would be a good fit for them. Uh, and like I mentioned before, getting pre-approved, uh, you know, potentially underwritten uh, already are some of the other factors that are important. Uh, because what I tell people in today's market, it, it's a very, very fast moving market. I mean, these houses do not last on the market for a week or two or three. The good ones are gone potentially in a day or two or even a weekend. So you have to be ready to go as a buyer. You have to have pre-approval. You have to know what you can afford. You have to know what area you want to be in or areas uh, that you that you would be okay with. Uh, and then basically it's just going out there, uh, taking a look at these houses, writing aggressive offers. You have to understand in the seller's market, 
writing a low ball offer is just not going to get it done. There's too many other buyers out in the market that are going to write strong offers. Uh, and if you're writing a low ball offer, you're wasting not only your own time, the agent's time and everybody else's time. Um, so it's, it's the, the buyer has to be on board with un, just listen and understand what the agent is telling them. If the buyer is not listening to the agent, guess what's going to happen? They're not going to get their objective. They're not going to get it because the agent is the expert in this, in this field. Uh, you know, I'm not here getting, going to a doctor's exam and telling the doctor what, you know, they need to do. So in, in the small, in another sense, the same thing here, the real estate agent is the expert. They know the, the, the temperature of the, of the, of the market. And, you know, some people have trouble understanding it or they don't believe the agent. So they have to trust in the agent that what they're telling them is true and what the agent is looking out for their best interest. Uh, and in, in an essence that they know what they're talking about and how to get the deal won. Yeah, no, for sure. So it makes sense. So, you know, if I'm hearing you correctly, just a quick synopsis, get a pre-approval for sure. Um, tap into all of your resources, you know, um, and, and you and I do transactions all the time. Talk to, if you're a first time home buyer and you have mom or dad, maybe talk to them about a gift to get your, you know, offer stronger. You know, we just use that on, on a file, yeah. uh, um, you know, and uh, just maybe have five, five or 10% to put down. If you have three of your own, maybe get a gift from a relative um, and, and definitely write aggressive offers. I heard you say that, you know, and most of the time right now, you just have to come in over ask or you're not going to get the house. Um, do you recommend, um, if I'm a buyer, do you recommend looking at some homes that may be sitting a little longer? Oh well, yeah, if absolutely. Compromise that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I say that to my buyers all the time, especially buyers that, um, have, don't have a lot of money on the side and can't necessarily go above asking, you know, um, especially whether you're a new buyer or you just don't have a lot of money. Right. Yeah. Um, those, I, I instruct those, those buyers to potentially look at properties that have been sitting on the market for 30 days, for example, or more, right. because those are the ones that have not in this market, the houses go quickly. So if the house is sitting on the market for 30 days. What that means is a, it didn't sell right away, or, you know, whoever listed that property at that price, uh, was testing the market at that price. It, it failed. It, it didn't, didn't get sold at that price. So that means that seller is waiting for an offer. Uh, and those are the type of properties that potentially you can come in with a lower than asking price offer and have a negotiation like you would see in the normal market or in the buyer's market. Um, exactly. They, you know, sometimes those houses are, are not the most um, appealing of homes in yeah. and so they may need some rehabbing inside to bring it up to its, its, its glory. Um, and you know, when you're strapped for cap, you, you cash, you might not have the ability to do a, a full renovation, Yeah. but it's, you know, as we, you touched on it earlier, houses are appreciating in the Montgomery and Bucks, um, counties well over 3%, which is the normal. I mean, the last three or four years, we've seen 20%, if not higher appreciation yeah. on these properties. Uh, and I and I say this to my clients, people that bought a house 10 years ago did not lose. People that have bought a house 20 years ago did not lose, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. This is not like the stock market where you can lose it all in a second. Historically, people who buy bricks 
are going to come out, you know, positive in the long run. Yeah. And also, you know, as, as you guys listen to our podcast here, keep, keep in mind that the homes that are sitting, like Laz pointed out, sometimes if they're not as desirable and you, there may be some room to, to implement like either a 203K loan, which gives you some money for construction, or maybe a, a, a renovation loan that, that allows you to have some money towards construction. And, and sometimes, um, you know, so just be flexible, right, you know, as a buyer. Listen to your agent, be flexible, get pre-approval, really tap into all of your resources and like your parents or, or uncle or grandma or whoever can help you uh, to, to get the best possible offer. Any other suggestions, Laz, that you you can make for people to win offers? Like, well, speed, uh, like we, right? Maybe speed, get, get that offer in as fast as possible. Well, you know, in a normal market, I would say speed, let's do it right away, et cetera, et cetera, that counts. But, you know... In the seller's market, it, it, it the speed doesn't doesn't hold for too much. Okay. Um, it's the agent's job to call the other agents and say, "Hey, how are you accepting offers and dealing with offers?" Some most agents in the seller's market are setting deadlines, uh, so then speed is null and void at that point because then they're expecting a deadline. The agents putting it out there, the offers due by Sunday at five p.m. for example. And they'll get five or 10 offers and, and that's it. So if you saw the house on Friday, writing it that evening is not going to help you because they're telling you they're going to wait until Sunday night, for example. Okay. Um, but it's writing strong offers. And I hate telling my people, my buyers to waive this and waive that. But in the seller's market, if you want to be competitive, that's what you have to do sometimes. And you have to rely and listen to your agent because your buyer's agent will be contacting that seller's agent to see how many offers are on the play, on the on you know coming in you know what's the climate is it is there a lot of uh, uh you know showings and interest in the property uh, which would indicate you know multiple offers or is is there they're waiting for an offer which then potentially again you can maybe come in lower uh um, and negotiate uh, so it's it's really like I touched on it before. Listen to your agent. Don't think the buyer should not think that they know it all. Everybody has an opinion. Mom, dad, sister, son, whatever. They all have opinions. But if you really want to win the deal and achieve your objective, you should listen to your agent and follow his or her advice. Uh, that makes sense. Laz, let me ask you, how important is it to have the right agent on your team or build the right team as a buyer, whether it's your agent, your lender, your title company? Talk, Take me through that a little bit. What are well, you it's it's uh, very, very important. See, it, a lot of times buyers don't understand how this, this industry works. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll give you an example. I had a buyer uh, a long time ago. They had a lender from California and you know, I offered some of our, our lenders, which were local. And mm -hmm. when we made the offer, you know, that listing agent says, well, who's this lender? They're not local. They don't know our ways. And this, and even though it's generic, you know, getting a, you know, conventional loan or financial uh, FHA loan is pretty similar. When you, when they have multiple offers, then it, it's not just about price. Then it becomes about the terms and who you're working with. So many times I've achieved the deal because I'm working with a particular lender that the other listing agent knows and respects and, and knows that they'll, they'll do what it takes to get it done. 
Now, if they have multiple offers on the table and you're, 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 you have uh, one offer that's a local lender that the agent, that the listing agent knows uh, versus an agent, a lender that's out of town and they have no history about, you know, a lot of things can go wrong, uh, you know, with that. So a listing agent most likely will push their clients to take, to work with somebody that they have a history with where they have uh, understanding that this person or th this company, you know, can get it done and get it. Because ultimately what you want is to get that deal to the table and to close. Uh, the Nobody wants the deal to fall apart. I've yeah. seen it happen many, many times, and it's horrible on both ends, uh, buyer and seller. Uh, so it's very important for the agent to uh, select the right offer with the right lender and the buyer to have the right lender and the title company and, and home inspector, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times your agent will work with, will have those people that they work with. So uh, I, listen, I'd make it to, to tell my clients, you can choose whoever you want as a lender, but at least get two opinions and then, then compare and see who's, who's the best for you. And obviously I want to know who, if it's not my a preferred uh, lender, I need to know who they are so I can reach out to them and and, and begin a conversation with them to build a, a, a trust factor there. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else, Laz, anything you can add to, to put that feather in the cap of a prospective buyer and kind of like give them that, you know, nugget, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's the ability to to write that strong offer. It's the ability to listen to your lend to your your real estate agent um and to already have your finances in order things that we just talked about uh other than that i mean there's no magic wand or dust that i can throw out there to win the offer uh it, you just got to do the best you can and listen sometimes you're going to lose uh because there's might be a better offer written out there uh, don't get discouraged as a buyer uh, because uh, it, it's going to it's going to happen and uh if you it's going to happen that you're going to lose a deal or two but eventually you will win and achieve your objective uh and it'll be gratifying when you do awesome awesome last and finally you know before we wrap up how do we get a hold of you how do we get a hold of you if i want to buy or sell and uh you know and and uh get all the wisdom uh, sure well I'll, I'll be happy to work with wherever you got buyers or sellers i represent the bucks montgomery counties and uh and even philadelphia and even delaware county if that's the case uh, you could go to lazrealestate.com. It's my website. has all my contact information there. Um, and, you know, just drop me a line. I'm, I'm available on Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, you whatever, you name it. Um, I'm, I'm with Remax Center out of Jamison, PA. Um, you know, ready here to help buyers and sellers achieve their goals. Awesome, man. Uh, well, I appreciate your time here today. And uh, hopefully... Guys, uh, you know, you're listening, you're taking some of this advice and, uh, you know, using it and uh, winning offers. So, guys, thanks as always, man. Appreciate you. Have an awesome day. Thank you for your time as well and continue success. All right, brother. Take care. All right. That's a wrap for today's Home Buying Podcast with Marat from The Lending Group. Real estate agents keep thriving and stay ahead with expert guidance from Marat. Join us again next time and together, let's build a successful real estate future.